Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on, get excited. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning, PT. It's so good to be back in the house of God again.
to see the salvation of our kindred and our acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our occasions, and exemplary in our importance, to avoid all talents, backbiting, and excessive anger, to abstain from the sale and the use of intoxicating drink as a beverage, and to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, amen, to aid each other in sickness and distress. To cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy and speech. Amen. To be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. Shall we read together? We all are engaged, and when we are moved from this place, we will as soon as possible unite the Son of the Church, where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word.
hey man, I'm offering you this cup. And when he had stopped saying, this, this cup is the new testament in my blood. This be ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat of this bread and drink of this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Verse 28 says this. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup.
One more time. Thank you, Lord. 
Because the Lord, it wasn't for me, but it was all you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord, for giving the ability to go in the washroom, take a shower, brush my teeth, and do all those things, Lord. I know it's your blessing, Lord. I didn't need no help. I didn't need no assistance. Lord, you bless me. The ability of my limbs to do that. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for being able to dress myself. That's a blessing all by itself. Put it on my clothes and shoes. Lord, prepare me to come out to the house of prayer once again. Lord, I thank you for this sanctuary. I thank you for this building, Lord. Lord, that we have somewhere to come and praise your name. And thank you to worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm asking you to help me. The Lord, I'm asking you to go away. Go forth. Bless the listeners of your words right now. Lord, that we might just not listen, but Lord, you're the doers of your words. Bless us right now that we'll be able to turn from the football game while we're in the church right now. Lord, that we have turn from all message that we might receive from the world, but Lord, that we might pay attention to the word of God. Bless us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Acts 20th chapter 35th verse says, I have shown you all things. How that from later you ought to set forth to me. And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And I like to use for a subject. Just don't think about it.
God's people. And one day he met on Damascus Road and saw this horse that God dealt with. That's the Paul we are talking about. Amen. Down the road, Luke traveled far and near. And also Luke was a physician. He wasn't just a disciple, but he was a physician. Yeah. Why did God choose Luke? What's the reason God chose Luke clearly? He wrote the gospel on the basic story of research. Luke researched everything. He wanted to know that he was telling the truth when he got up to speak. Right. Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters, anytime we talk to an unbeliever, you should know what we're talking about. Right, right. I don't want to hear anybody say, my pastor. Mm. No, that's not good enough. I want you to say I read from the Word of God. And this is what the Word of God says. That's what we should be saying. So we should know what we're talking about. A lot of us are talking, but we don't have an idea of what we're talking about. We should know what we're talking about. And so God chose Luke because Luke was thorough. And his teaching and his preaching and his evangelism to different people on this earth. He knew how to talk to unbelievers. He knew how to smooth it over. Sometimes we don't know how to talk to unbelievers. We come forcefully to the end time. We don't know how to let the word talk to others and not go to the word. I didn't say it Luke never met Jesus personally, but he had the gospel saying that he came to know Jesus. Jesus, by talking to different people, by talking to different disciples, by talking to the people when he fed the 5,000. Oh, yeah, there's some people talking about that. And Luke listened to it. Paul didn't think about the worldly wealth. Paul's mind was on the kingdom of God and kingdom righteousness. And that's why Luke hooked up with Paul. Right. Meet the desperate needs of the world. That's what Paul was about. It wasn't about himself. It wasn't about his schooling. It wasn't about his education. But it was about people. Right. Paul didn't even get married. He didn't want anything to interfere with his preaching the gospel. Paul delivered men out of slavery. Paul shared the gospel of life everlasting. Paul did not hold back. Paul was focused on giving all to others, all that he had and all of his possessions. And Paul used to, when he was between churches, he used to make tips to get money. Paul was always leaning on the church for financial gain. Some churches weren't able to pay Paul or to help Paul on his way, but that didn't stop Paul. Paul found a way of making a living. Now, some churches did help Paul because they were able to help him. And they did assist him on his way while he was traveling. Paul was willing to sacrifice his own life for us. 
covenant, the unity, and the core. You know, purpose is strictly rooted to more than what you have derived right. And that's what Bruce said. I'm not just agreeing with it, I'm agreeing with it. We all get to do more for the poor. We all need to do more. And you know what I started doing now is I keep a coat in my truck. And when I see somebody without a coat, I just go for it. Not getting no coat, not a ragged, tore up coat. But I try to get the best coat. Because God gave me the best. Come on. I didn't say it, so. Come on. God gives me his best, right. not his worst. If God can give me his best, can I give right. my best for someone? Mm. Amen. Can you just give me the best? Right. Something that you don't want? Oh, I know you're quiet. Come on. <laughs> But you recall, did not receive financial assistance from some of the churches that took up with the neighbor. Hard, whole heart was to help the weak. And the Bible tells us, don't forget about the poor. And we forget about it every time. I think some people on this journey forget all about it. But we think about what we're going to eat today. But you know, I asked God, I said, God,
And I had to figure that out. It wasn't hard yeah. because I wasn't thinking about, I was just thinking about y'all. I wasn't thinking about me. Right. Oh, no, I, I, I'm giving stuff away left and right. But then when I went to Bible college, had coats and stuff, nice coats uh-huh. that I'm going to wear one day when I get around.
And they also have Robert class from 6 to 7. I, I knew you didn't know about it. I mean, uh, but anyway, you can get a ride. You can use your car to, to take people where they need to go. Right. You know, I thank God for this. I thank God for Pleasant Grove. I remember our bus went down. I said, we need people to use their car. And man, so many people volunteered and said, Pastor, we can do this. Didn't have to run down anybody, didn't have to chase out anybody. They just volunteered their time. Oh, and that was a blessing. And, and I thank God that we have some people are willing to use their car. Now, I'm not telling you to let my borrow your car. I never did that. <laughs> but be a blessing that God has blessed us with a good vehicle that can go from A to B. You know, I told people, I said, if I see any of them on that bus stop, I'm going to give them a ride. Right. Oh, I know the bus will take them. But the bus takes you a lot of different places before it gets to your house. All right. And I can take you right to your house. Come on. Now, I wonder how many people said that. No generation who on that corner waiting for a ride on a bus. Right. And we ride it in the car. And I see a lot of people say, you waiting in God has blessed us too much. And so there's ways that we can help people and use what God has blessed us with to serve people. The people that God gave you everything, and I don't suggest they give you just enough. God gave you enough that your cup overflows. Oh, I know my cup is overflowing. All right? And so that tells me when, he, when my cup is full, that's for me. Right. But anything overflows is for God. Right. It's for the use for other people. All right? I'm not telling anybody to go and, and spend your whole savings. I didn't right. tell you that. Right. But I know you have money left over that you can help somebody else. Stop doing that. My wife said, We're going to go out just once a week, and that's on Sundays, and that's it. We're going to start cooking at home because we got enough food in our food here, in our refrigerator, to eat from home. And anybody else that needs some food, we'll give them. Because I always cook more than enough. Man, we can help people in the grocery store.
You don't have to look wise. You don't have to dig around. 
It's all filled up with stuff that he has nothing to do. We buy stuff and we buy gear because we've got to have it. Anytime you do that, you got too much. Let me tell you, you got too much. If you already bought something and you're looking for it and you buy it again, and then later you find that you already have it. When I bought it for the third time, I said, oh, this is another, this is another, this is another. So I can tell the truth on me. But when you tell the truth on you, God gave us what we have to share with others. But people, we just don't get blessed to be blessed to be blessed to be blessed. And you're not giving nothing.
and call it a day. Right. I can go get in there with my 20 minute sermon. I say, hey, you know, you got to need to get up and work. You need to do this. And I'm giving this money. You know, I don't want to give it to you, but I'm giving it to you. Right. Thank you. 
love me. I want people I can hear from you and they might like to hear that four letter word, I love you. But when you say it, you mean it. And other people are first to know when you mean it because what comes from the heart, what it does, it reaches the heart. So we ought to tell each other and hear the folks that watch you love each other. Tell because somebody else will be in here telling us, I love you. All right? <laughs> you better tell your, your daughters and your sons that I love you. Right. Or the people out the street can tell them that I love you. We don't want them to tell you. We want to tell our family that I love you. All right? Mm -hmm. My kids, my daughters, I mean, I don't care if she calls so many times a day. Before we hang up, and we have to teach our children to say that because you don't know when the last time. You don't know when you're going to leave this earth. You don't know when somebody's going to die. You think you forgot to tell them I love them. But you just told them you love them. You cry. I'm going to get right here three times or three times a day. I love it. Right? So you tell me I love you, call them and say, Pastor, I love you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That builds me up. It don't tear me down. It builds me up. Right. If it builds me up, it builds you up. Don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to tell everybody you love them. We just want the people who bless us. I love you. <laughs> what about the people who not bless us? By using their children. Mm. Or talking to you the way you should talk. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me that you love me? I try to tell every human being.
give. Because that's the only opportunity he might have. But I thank God that he gave me another opportunity and I took that opportunity and I did what he told me to do. And I praise God for that. Mark 10 and 21 says, And Jesus told him, Love him, and said unto him, One thing, that's blackness. Go thy way. Sell whatever thou hast and give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come and take up the cross and follow me. God is telling us today, but God is not asking for everything. He's asking for the things that we have to give. And God knows what you have to give. Don't, 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 don't run with the God. He knows what you have to give. And you're not going to have it all the time if you don't give it when you have the opportunity to give. God will take everything. Proverbs 19 and 17 says, He that has pity upon the poor lends unto the Lord that which he has given will be paid him again. Proverbs 14 and 31 says, He that Oppress the poor, reposes his master, right. but he that honors him has mercy on the poor. Right. We all have responsibility mm -hmm. to help the poor. We all we need to think when we sit down to eat. We we are in our warm bed when we are driving in our cars when we are cooking on our warm coats. How many times? This morning, when you put on your nice coat, did you think about the people who didn't have a coat to put on? Did you even think about they might need a coat? Did they might need a hat? When you slip on your gloves, when you got in your warm automobile, did you think about the poor? Did you think, brothers and sisters, you need to think about it? I know you're listening. Because you're quiet. I know it's absorbing. And so when you leave, before you leave the church, you need to fellowship with one another. We need to thank God for our friends and our family members. We need to thank God that we have an opportunity to give. It's not too late. And so when you leave here, we shouldn't be all pumped up. Right. We should all have a celebration, but we should thinking about giving to others. And when we go home, our eyes be looking for things that we can get rid of in our house. That we're tripping on. That we're walking around with. We should think about that. Brothers and sisters, down in our basement, we have a counter down there. And I thank God for a lot of you that put things in that counter. And we put things in that counter that we don't need. It's a lot of we put a lot of food over there. So somebody else might need what they need to eat. Yeah. Now, the pastor's got a bear now. <laughs> so we, we need to start giving some food, some things that people might need before we see packed to the end of the right. But now I think we have slowed down because it's the holidays. Oh, I had to fix my Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't have packed Christmas anymore. Now Christmas is coming. Right. And brothers and sisters, it's not about giving to the establishment.
children that want to be guided to people to help the poor, who want to help the needy, who want to help the least.